the curly hair gang. Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome back to another Curly Hair Gang podcast featuring Chandler Anderson, Cole Norris, and another very special guest. Uh, hey, it's Chandler and Cole here, and we have a special guest with us today. Uh, Cole, why don't you uh, tell them who our special guest is? Our special guest today is Q. You probably know her because she's been uh, leading a sermon at, is it Morning Mash? What is it Morning called? Mash. Morning Mash. <laughs> yep. uh, they've been very good. Keynote speaker. Today she played Jenga. And uh, we're going to let her introduce herself to you real quick. Hey, what's up? Um, y'all are probably super tired of hearing my voice, but I'm really, really excited to do this podcast. I am pumped. This is a new thing. Well, we are super excited that you uh, agreed to come on to the show um, and just uh, speak a little bit with us. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right, right in, Cole. Well, we were wondering, considering you're from New York and all, I probably never heard of CPYC. What did you first think when you got the email from Nathan, Nathan asking if you wanted to come down? So my first thought was, who is Nathan Wheeler? Because <laughs> um, I didn't know who it was. I get a lot of emails every day. So I was like, I, I, like, I, don't, I don't know this. It wasn't abnormal for me to see a name that I didn't know. Um, and then he invite, invited me to do this, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. Like, I had heard about it. Um, some of my friends from other churches um, have been a part of some things that, that y'all do. And so I immediately kind of went on Facebook to see which other friends knew Nathan. I don't think he knows this. Is he going to listen to this? Probably. Anyway, <laughs> I basically did some research on him, um, and I was like, oh, this is a cool dude. Like, yeah, I'm saying yes to this. And um, just kind of checked out what y'all do here every summer and got excited real fast. That's awesome. We're so glad you came. Yes, we are very happy that you were able to make it. So, um, Reverend Q, how did you come up with the sermons this week? So the cool thing about doing something like this is that I didn't have to think a whole lot about the themes. So the themes were actually presented to me. Um, the leaders of this, your youth leaders, uh, sent me the information, I think, around like March or April. So I had some time to really think about it. Uh, I was really impressed by um, the, the choice of the theme for the conference. It was really, really creative. Um, you know, I do a lot of speaking around different places. and. I don't normally get a, as much information as I did for this. They usually just say like, here's the scripture, good luck. But I got scriptures and the themes and so it was really helpful in the process. And it was helpful to get it early because then I could kind of um, start to imagine different things and like see it happen in real life. So the messages that y'all are hearing this week um, are things that I'm actually going through myself. Like, I'm not preaching anything to y'all in the morning that I'm not experiencing myself. So things about being um, doubtful about my gift, I'm go- I go through that every morning, believe it or not. Um, things like struggling with insecurities or struggling with shame and guilt, the things I talked about this morning, are things that I, that I struggle with too. So I try to make it a staple uh, in my life to not preach something that I either haven't experienced or, or I'm not currently experiencing, because then it's just me saying words. And uh, I think I'm speaking for everybody when I say we've really enjoyed your sermons this, the past few days, and we're really looking forward to the next ones. 
And we were also wondering, what was your thought process coming in and making the lessons and all that? Um, well, I, I told a group of folks today that my thought process usually is I want to I wanna preach, I want to talk to the person in the group who um, maybe doesn't go to church a lot somebody who's maybe new to their faith or um, somebody who uh, needs a little bit more than just the words. So I like to use examples and stories and props because I think that helps you to remember. It it helps me to remember things. Um, Like I remember going to church or going to school and just having a teacher talk, like like that kind of thing. But then the ones I remember are the teachers who had uh, physical things that I could see and I can relate to it. So my thought process was there's going to be a lot of people on a lot of different levels from a lot of different places. And so I really wanted to at least try to drop something in for everybody. For the people who were deep in the scripture, how can we unpack it? For the folks who were new and a little skeptical about this week and about faith and about God, how can I make it real to them? And then for the folks who come here every year, what could I offer that might be fresh so that, you know, maybe something you've never seen or never heard before. Well, uh, I can definitely tell you that this is mine and Cole's fourth year, and uh, the sermons that you have done have been uh, very powerful and some of the best uh, sermons I've seen from the keynotes. Um, so what are some hobbies that you like to do uh, when you're not planning sermons or speaking? <laughs> Oh, um, so I love my husband and I have been married for nine years and a couple of months. And uh, yeah, let's clap for that. I'm excited. We haven't killed each other yet, which is great. Like my cooking hasn't killed him. So that's that's a plus. Um, But we like to travel. So we got married in Jamaica, like the West Indies. And um, every year after that, we just kind of made this vow that we would travel every year that we'd leave the country. And so far, we've stuck to it. Um, Last year, we were in Thailand. We'll go to South Africa in October. Um, China a couple years ago. Costa Rica, Peru, Italy, France. Um, We try to get out and just... My dream is to hit all seven continents. Well, my dream was to go hit, plant my feet on all seven continents in 10 years of marriage. By next year, we'll only have two more to go. If I can get two of those trips done next year, then we have reached our goal. But I'm okay. I'm not going to complain about it um, because we've been able to do some cool things, um, things that I would never, ever dream of doing. So my husband's kind of a daredevil, uh, rides a motorcycle, um, jumped, has jumped out of planes. Like He's that guy, right? I am not that girl. I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl time with him. And then I'm like, he's like, oh, let's zip line across this rainforest. And I'm like, I want to. He's like, come on, come on, let's do it. And he's like, it's going to be so cool. And then you're going to make me do it by myself. I'm like, all right. So I'll zip line across the rainforest or rappel down into a sinkhole or take pictures with white, uh, white tigers. So I have pictures with tigers. Um, he wants to do a shark. He wants to um, swim with sharks in South Africa. I'm a little terrified of that, but we're in a cage. But I feel like the shark, like, and this is going to be an episode. Like, the shark's going to eat me is basically what's going to happen. He's going to reach through the cage, and then I'm going to be the story on CNN. Like, you know, pastor gets eaten by shark. <laughs> now, on a less serious note, I've heard rumors that a very popular chicken place that we love here down here in Tennessee yeah. called Zaxby's 
is not in New York. How what? do you feel about that? I mean, it's insane, really. Yes. I don't understand what's wrong with New York. I, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the past two years in Knoxville, Louisville, and Nashville for work, right? Knoxville's awesome. I, Knoxville's really awesome. Um, shout out to Emerald Youth Foundation in Knoxville. Um, so, uh, I went to my first time at Zaxby's was Nashville by Vanderbilt. I was working at a church there across the street and I was like, this is amazing. So I actually went online and just shocked to my system that there was not even one close, not even close. And this is going to break your heart. We just got Chick-fil-A. Just wow. Chick-fil-A just came to Manhattan about two or three years ago. I'm from Ohio, so I've loved Chick-fil-A, and I was big up in it, and everybody was like, we don't understand what the big deal That's is. But it is morally wrong. But now we have been redeemed. There are two in Manhattan. There's one in Long Island. Hopefully there's one coming close to my church. So, you know, Jesus is working it out, yeah. but no Zaxby's. It uh, sounds like the... Uh People in Manhattan need to repent for not having Zaxby's or um, Chick-fil-A. So um, I don't think me and Cole have any more questions for you, Reverend Q, but I'm sure that the audience does. Do we have any audience members? What is your favorite menu item on the Chick-fil-A or Zaxby's menu? That is a good question. Uh, before I answer that question, can I just say this is a beautiful audience right here. You're handsome. Thank you. Beautiful. Just, you're looking good out there. You're looking good. My favorite item on Chick-fil-A menu is spicy chicken sandwich with the pickles. Yes. So this summer, I, I don't know if it's made it down here. There's a strawberry passion lemonade iced tea or something like that. Have y'all had this? I have not. I don't know if it's a special thing that you have to ask for but on the west coast it's strawberry passion lemonade iced tea and it will change your whole soul it will that's, yeah you should ask if they have because it might be a special like secret menu item but it is fantastic any other questions from the audience yes to the young man right in the front hi gabe i'm a huge fan uh <laughs> describe your church to us describe the people i'd like to know Good question. So my church is called the Far Rockaway Presbyterian Church in Far Rockaway, Queens. I'm the interim or the transitional pastor. I've been there for about a year and a half. Um, it is on the kind of in a beach tech community. Uh, the beach isn't far away. Um, it's um, a Caribbean congregation. So a lot of folks from Jamaica, Trinidad, Guyana. Um, and then there's a, a population of people from um, Ghana, Nigeria. Um, and Haiti. Um, it's kind of a traditional service, uh, but we do a couple of things that are a little different to make us <laughs> to make us different. Uh, but they're good folks. Um, I'm proud to be their pastor um, and just helping them, kind of coaching them through this season um, as they look for a senior pastor. I don't know if I'm that person. I'm still praying about that. But I know that I'm here now or with them for a reason. And that's just to help them work some things out so that they can be healthier and do and be where God wants them to be. But it's a really great church. It's 131 years old. Um, and uh, there's a great group of kids there. And it's one of the reasons I said yes. 
because I didn't want to be a pastor. Like, I didn't want to actually do this. Um, and I went to visit, and the kids were there, like the little kids. I love little, little kids. And they were so cute, and they were so much fun. And I was like, the Lord knows my love language is little kids. And I fell in love, and I was like, I think I want to be here. So secretly, I don't know if they know that, but I went. I wanted to stay because those little ones were way too cute. <laughs> well, um, Reverend Q, if they don't hire you as the senior pastor, you can be the uh, personal pastor for the curly hair game. That would be great. So <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, this, let's do that. Let's this is the job offer now. So if that doesn't, you know, work out, we will we'll probably be super big by oh, then. Yeah. So I'll be like yeah. a personal chaplain. Right, yeah. personal chaplain. All right, one more. We got some more questions. Yeah, we got two more. All right, here you are, sir. Uh, Reverend Q, compared to all the other conferences that you've attended or talked at, how was this one different? Uh, I don't think I've ever been at a conference with so many options. Like, I've been to conferences with options, but. Um, I don't know if they've been this cool. Like, these are seriously amazing options, like painting and the games. There's something here for everybody, and that's really rare. Um, I think sometimes conferences, um, they, don't, they don't quite get it. They either do too much, and then people aren't attracted to it, or they do too little, and people end up, like, hanging out, getting in trouble. What I've seen in the past three days since I've been here, from morning till night, there's something for everybody. And if they're not, you're just not paying attention. Like, you're just a grumpy person if there's not. <laughs> now, I think we have one more question from the audience, and then I have a joke for you. Um, um, it's uh, me again. My name's Finn. Uh, my personal favorite sermon is the Avengers one, and I'm wanting to ask, what's your favorite moment in Endgame? Uh, I, I had a couple favorite moments, of course, Cap and the Hammer. That was my favorite moment. Um, my f another favorite moment was when all the portals start to open. T'Challa came out first because I'm all about. I'm trying to move to Wakanda one day, and um, so like when I saw him, like he was the first one out there. Like the look he gave Cap just like sent chills through my body. Um, and then my probably my top favorite is when all the women. Like all the all the ladies got together and they like gave each other this look like let's go get them. I sit next to my husband. He was like, "Oh, here she goes," and I was like, "Yes, that's what I'm talking about." He's like, "You need to calm down in this theater." I was like, "Look at my girls! Look at my girls!" So that was probably next to the hammer and next to T'Challa. That was at the top. Captain America's dance. Uh, I have two, two questions. One serious, one not serious. Um, I don't know if you're preaching every week. I assume you are as the interim pastor. Do you ever find your work monotonous? And if so, how do you, um, how do you not avoid that but overcome it? And two, have you ever tripped while preaching? That's, yeah. Um, I do. It's hard every week. Um... It's hard also because I have another job or like two other jobs. And so Sundays come real fast and I have to constantly kind of try to be creative and get a message across. So, yeah, it gets a bit exhausting. Um, that's why doing this is a nice break because I get to, you know, switch it up just a little bit um, and have ever tripped while preaching. Um, 
I've never tripped while I preach. I'm trying to think of the most embarrassing thing. I don't know if it's embarrassing. Well, yeah, it was embarrassing to me. Nobody else knew it. Um, I got up twice this year, or I don't know what month it is, but last year, and uh, couldn't find the sermon on my iPad. Yeah, I got up. Okay, so once I got up, opened up the Google Docs app to find the sermon, and it wasn't there. Like, it just wasn't, it wasn't there. Apparently, apparently I saved it somewhere else and forgot where I saved it. And I was like, let's pray. And I was trying to pray and find it at the same time, and I couldn't. So I just turned off the iPad. I remembered the scripture and just went for it. The second time, I turned it on and found the sermon. And something in my spirit said, you know what? The whole sermon's not on here, right? And then I was having a conversation in the background as I was preaching. I was like, you know, the whole sermon's not on there, right? And the other part of my brain said, shut up. She's trying to preach. The other side of my brain said, you're going to run into a block in about three, two, one. And the sermon was finished. Like, it, in the middle of the manuscript, it was done. And I was like, you were right. It's not there. And I saved it twice and opened up the wrong one. But I was in the middle of the sermon. So all I could do was turn it off and try to go off of what I remember. So nobody else knew that. But it was the most embarrassing thing. Yeah. So are there any more questions from the audience? Oh, one more. Oh, another. So many questions. <laughs> This isn't a question, but it has to do with what you were saying. One time on Facebook Live at my church, we caught my little brother on fire. He was lighting the candles, and he had, and he, the candle had fell on his little head, and he, he lit in flames. <laughs> I saw him showing this video to people yesterday. Is he okay? I don't want to see it. It's going to traumatize me. Oh, no. How old is he? He was two. Oh no! <laughs> How long ago was this? Last Christmas. <laughs> it was on Christmas! So yeah. That's terrible. That is awful and funny, but awful. Now, are there any more questions? Does anyone have any more questions for Reverend? Let's call, let's call. So, like, how do pistachios work? Very good question. How do I have zero idea how pistachios grow? I don't like them, and I don't know. I don't want to know about them. (laughs) She does not know. As do you know? Do you guys know? I have no idea. What about you, Chandler? Um, I do not know. I apologize, audience member. But if that's the last question, I'd like to share a joke with you. I'm excited about the joke. Go ahead. Did you know the first French fry was not fried in France? Oh, boy. I didn't know that. Do you have any idea where? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it could have been fried. Maybe like um, Japan or something like that. No, it was fried in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, um, it, that's all we have for you today, folks. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Reverend Q, thank you for uh, coming and being on the Curly Hair Gang podcast. All right. Well, that is all that we have for you. Curly Hair Gang out.